0: Welcome to Grills and Heels with your hosts, Trissy Lynn and Rebecca Scott. Each week, we talk about topics that's been a variety of issues that we feel are important. This podcast is for adults only. You should be at least 18 years old to follow us on this journey. So kiddos, stop listening and go grab your parents. This podcast is for them. Hello, everybody. This is Rebecca Scott. And I'm Trissy <laughs> Welcome to Grills and Heels. (laughs) This is a place we talk about raw, edgy, and straight up real topics. So, again... We have been gone for a while, but we are back in the house. And super excited. We got so much to catch up on. So much shit. As you guys know, we are actually educators. Mm -hmm. So it was the end of the school year, Mm -hmm. and um, we had a lot to do. Towards the end of the school year, all educators just start going crazy, tell you the truth. Like, nothing works. Um, You're bombarded with everything. You got to clean your classroom, end of year stuff with administration. Mm -hmm. got to make sure all the kids are straight you got so much to do we just didn't have time to podcast and do what we need to do far yeah. as our careers like for me I even had to I was like doing graduation shit oh yeah all kind of stuff and she like, was a senior sponsor I know thank god that's over um <laughs> thank god but yeah no I was so entrenched in all of that like we didn't even have time to like just hang out so yeah. Then in the midst of that, then I had to, like, take this, like, professional test, and then I had to move, and it, I got a new job. Like, my whole life has been cuckoo crazy. Well, it was. I would say it was crazy. For about a month. Yeah. And then something happened. Duh, duh, duh. <laughs> <laughs> Rebecca Skye, tell us what happened. So, as I start winding down my end of the year stuff, I'm thinking to myself, I'm finna chill. I'm finna be lazy this summer. I'm finna take my kids to go to like White Waters and go to special events. Like, we're not gonna sit at home this summer. We're gonna get out. We're gonna go. We're gonna do some shit. Mm-hmm. Then my motherfucker ass is gonna sit there and pass out somehow in my kitchen floor and break my foot and my leg Mm. like some old other shit (laughs) like going to the hospital shit like I didn't expect this at all I've never broken anything in my life I've never passed out of my life but obviously I couldn't be great this summer and God was like whoa slow down bitch thinking you you know you in control I know I'm in control let me like you pass out and break some shit not only did I break my foot and break my uh, leg but I had to have surgery because my leg I mean my foot was broken so bad Ugh. I got something called a Liz Frank fracture and I thought when the doctor first told me that, I was like, oh, I remember Lisa Frank from, you know, our childhood memories. Oh, is that where they get the shit from? Lord. She's like, bitch, no. It's called a Liz Frank fracture. which is basically where all the major bone and joints in your foot, you have like this one place at the top of your foot where all the bones meet. I shattered that and dislocated it too. So it was a little, it's a little fucked up. It was um, pretty, it was pretty dramatic seeing her like hurt like that was so crazy and I was like oh my god my friend it was (laughs) a lot it was a lot and she was really scared yeah um because she has never been through anything like that and like when she was younger she went to the hospital a couple times for some other medical stuff but it was never anything crazy nothing nothing like real life-threatening like even breaking this I guess you know, we're not young anymore, you know, we're so bitch, when, when shit break, when you get older, it's like, oh, bitch, calm down, your blood pressure and all this other shit just factors <laughs> into it. It's like a bunch. It's a bunch. So I broke my leg on a Tuesday. I was supposed to have surgery the next day, but they didn't. They scheduled it out on that Saturday, but I went and I had surgery on that Saturday. I'm sitting at home. Chilling, my PT's coming to visit me. Um, physical therapist, yeah, my physical therapist coming to visit me, and then I'm telling my physical therapist at the time, like, yeah, my leg really hurts. I think I pulled a muscle or something like that. It just hurts when I try to walk, not walk, but because I can't walk on my leg for six to eight weeks. Um, so that's a big thing, (laughs) and he was like, "Let me check it out and do whatever." He was like, "Your leg look a little swollen. Even though you are a week out of surgery, it shouldn't be this swollen." So, he was all touching on my leg and I was like, "Oh, you touching this spot? What the hell is that?" He was like, "Wait a minute, I think you got a blood clot." I'm like, "Whoa, what the fuck?" I I never hear anything good about blood clots. So, Mm -hmm. that freaked me completely out. So, I'm sitting there thinking, oh, Lord, I'm going to (laughs) die. No, literally. I've had to talk her off the (laughs) bitch you ain't going to die train (laughs) at least five times I'm like, man, you ain't about to die. Because you don't hear good things. Like, you really don't hear anything good about blood clots. And they always scare you, too. You know, oh, you know, just make sure if you start having your heart, your chest start getting tight, you start being able not to breathe, you know, make sure you immediately Uh, Call 911, go get yourself to the hospital because you could have a pulmonary embolism and that's deadly. I'm like, oh, fuck, you know, I just broke my leg, bitches. I don't need to do nothing else. I need to worry about this shit. So. I was a little scared. That was the first time they found a blood clot in my leg. And then a week later, they found two more blood clots in my arm. So I'm like, bitch, goddamn, like, bitch got really down. Like, <laughs> when I break some, I break it good. Like, it's just some old other shit. My body is just not used to this. And I also found out that I'm not a good patient at all. Oh, God. I, I go into complete worrisome mode. um <laughs> I'm a good supporter. Like, if you down, I'm all for you. What you need? What you need? The best you know, I'll get you whatever you want but me being a patient it don't work for me it just don't work for me but I learned a lot about myself I learned I learned a lot about my friends and my family Mm. because I'm a single mom so being down and not being able to walk and not being able to get around like I was supposed to couldn't drive either because I was on heavy narcotics and um Narcotics. <laughs> Not drugs, narcotics. By Molly Percocet. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay, <laughs> so I couldn't drive, so I had to depend heavily on my friends to take me to places and uh, drive me home from the hospital, which uh, Tracy Lynn did. And, mm-hmm. and um, my other friends taking me for my blood clot, like a uh, little, little bit. She, she was there with me when I discovered I had a blood clot. Well, she she called it when she was at the hospital, but whatever. She thinks she medical somebody. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, Everybody got one of them friends. <laughs> like, girl, you need to do this combination of drugs. You need this <laughs> and this and this to move this. Bitch. <laughs> bitch, why are you, are you a medical assistant? How do you know so much about drugs? I'm sorry. Cool. Cool. Um, but I learned a lot about. You know, who's down for me and who's mm-hmm. not down for me. I learned a lot about that. And I'm I'm I, I, I'm really blessed have the friends in my tribe that I have I'm mm. really blessed mm. um, I learned that my ex ain't worth shit mm. um, fuck bitch ass motherfucker like I learned that he's not really worth wait, shit wait which ex? ex-husband? My ex-husband that's the, that's the one that really matters oh now come on now <laughs> his <laughs> literal <laughs> code name on here is fuckface? fuckface he's a real big fuckface he is the um, biggest fuckface very when I was coming back from, when I was coming back from the hospital, uh, Tracy Lynn took me to get my prescription <laughs> and he called out in the blue. Like I didn't tell him I was in the hospital or anything. And, uh, Tracy Lynn was talking to him and he was acting all weird. Cause I can't take it. I was in pain. Just got to the hospital. Got so much shit to do. I don't feel like dealing with no fuck shit. Mm. And she was like, I'll talk to him. I can do it. <sighs> I <mean>, oh, <okay>, <laughs> let me in perspective, let me put this into perspective. Have you ever talked to somebody and thought to yourself, am I crazy? I feel crazy. I feel like something is mentally wrong with me. I feel like, like, ooh, a little hoo-hoo. I literally, by the time I got off the phone with him, I was like, bitch, he would like push you to drink. Yes. And I talked to him for 10 minutes. He's talking about assess the situation. Bitch, I am not a doctor. I cannot assess medical shit. I am merely an educator, okay? And not even a scientist. So I have no fucking idea. All I know, her shit's fucked up. That's it. That's all I get. assess. Assess. She had me rolling in like, <laughs> listen, Crocus, listen, like I'm, I'm, assessing, was, I'm just, assessing. I'm assessing. I'm assessing. Right. And the funny thing about it is, all you're trying to do when your best friend is like really hurt, super scared, is trying to like best case scenarios. Let's keep it light. Let's keep it fun. Like you need to be the person that kind of takes that worry away because, like Rebecca is gonna be very super chill about this, but she's always there for everybody to be everybody's cheerleader and support everybody so being that for her was so natural but she was legitimately scared because yeah. if okay I've never broken or sprain anything in my life so I was there with her when she's just like I just don't know this feels crazy and oh my god and what if this happens and she has kids chill so that was a whole rabbit trailer what if I die and I'm like okay you're not allowed to die like I can't <laughs> deal with this right now this is <laughs> you gonna tell me? So God just gonna keep me for your sake? I was like, I mean, the kids too. The kids need you too. But I was here first, so I mean, let's be honest, okay? No, Ew, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but yeah, so if that was a lot. Yeah. So managing that, and so we've we've actually been able to spend a lot of time together and just relaxing and kind of you know trying to manage some of our crazy, which we'll talk about later because there's been a lot of crazy. Um, But yeah, so medical issues, but that poses one thing. So tell us the other update, please, or the question that's posed with the update about a medical issue. So oh, okay, let's talk about that. First of all, just that off of fuckface I asked fuckface to help out at least do something because I couldn't drive oh, yeah, I, I, so I asked can you at least give us some groceries or something like that because I didn't know about for the, kids. For, yeah, for the kids because I didn't know about Instacart and I couldn't drive I couldn't do shit so he was like yeah I got you that was on a Wednesday I ain't hear from him until two weeks later I still didn't hear from him I just I got that was before Father's Day I got a text message you got groceries outside in a chair on Father's Day can I pick up the kids bitch I ain't heard from you in two weeks. Fuck you. But anyway. Did you get the groceries? I got the groceries. Nice. I got the snacks, first of all. Let me not call them groceries. Stop. I got the snacks. I got got the milk. I got the bread. I got the chicken nuggets and the hot dogs. (laughs) That's what I got. Yeah, that's gonna feed the kids while I'm down. Thank you, sir. Chicken the fuck. Lady. We got teenagers and a little boy who eats every fucking five minutes. <laughs> the fuck. But anyway, so this brings up another uh, this brings up another thing. So when you're in the dating world and some old medical shit, now let me rewind this back a little bit. So before everything happened, um I got on you know I my little dating that. app mm-hmm. little dating app, and I started communicating with somebody. Real true, real cool, real chill. And we went out on one date. Very nice. I mean, like, extremely nice. We went out on a date on a Friday. And I was thinking to myself, all right, I can see why I'm, I'm on chill this summer. I, I see I'm on spend a lot of time or spend some time getting to know this person. Whatever. it would be cool. That was on a Friday. I broke myself on a t- that that following Tuesday. You didn't break yourself. <laughs> what? You broke your foot. Myself. I broke myself on that Tuesday. Mouthbones. <laughs> so. And, and and I remember being in the hospital and thinking, do I tell this person that I broke myself? Like, am I obligated to tell this person? And my friend who's at the time with me, um, she was like, yeah, tell him. I was like, but he's not obligated to really fucking. No, I literally just met him face to face on Friday. Even though we've been talking for like a week and a half now, like on the phone, like exchanging uh, messages and talking on the phone. But. Do I? And I did. He was like, oh man. He was very um let's call him uh vet. Um uh, so Ooh, vet was like very it. um you know, very uh sympathetic about he everything. Has a code thing. <laughs> he was very sympathetic. He was like, Oh, I'm sorry, you're down, blah, blah, blah. But I'm thinking to myself, I'm just letting you know, cause in case You know, you don't hear from me in a while. I'm not really, like... I'm not really, like, um, ghosting you. Because, you know, ghosting is a big thing nowadays. But I just might not respond. I might not, you know, I might not talk to you as much as we have been talking. He's like, it's cool, it's cool, I understand. But it brings up the point, like... What do you do when you date somebody or you just start talking to somebody and some medical shit pop up? And you know right what's now? funny? I think it's like what is reasonable? And right. honestly, I feel like in the type of world we live in now, we have so much technology. And if somebody, are they worthy of of your time? Right. And I'm not saying like you're the queen of Sheba. But I mean, we have to look <laughs> at life from our perspective. Right. So you have to deem if somebody's worth your time. Okay, somebody's worth my time. Then I'll reach out to them and I'll chit chat with them and whatever. It's up to that person to then respond about what they want in response. Um, I'm not going to let you come to my house. I'm not going to, you know, let you come into my private. You know, at that point, uh, Rebecca Scott was just kind of taking like close people in as visitors. Right. Like I don't have people like nobody I'm not the type of woman or type of mother because you know, I got kids who I meet somebody, oh, you gonna come to my house. Like it takes a lot for anyone to meet my kids. Like once in five years. (laughs) Like, one person. In five years. One person has met my kids in five years. And, um, of course, that was um my last person. Bear. Uh, that was the bear. Mm-hmm. But I've known the bear for forever. C- That's the C- only C- reason why he met my kids. But yeah. the vet was very, like... He was very like he, like chivalry is not dead. Now, I like to I like to say that because he was like, you know, I'll come. I'll he, I'll uh, bring you some groceries. You know, I can bring you flowers. I can visit you whatever you need. Just let me know. And I'm all like, oh, no, too soon. No, dude, I just met you one time. I'm grateful for your offer and stuff like that. But no, we're not going to do all that. Not in my house. Not in not in. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you a question. Had you been in my situation, would you have been more open to it? And when I say my situation, I'm happily in a relationship, so I don't mean me. But like (laughs) in my situation, no kids live by yourself. Would you have been open after talking to him for a couple more weeks with him coming to your home? I would have been. I would have been. So so then. okay. all right. So I didn't know I was going to go here, but let me go ahead and do a side note segment. (laughs) This is called appropriate parenting, ladies and gentlemen. When you have people, when you have children, you need to be very cautious about your decision making. I move a little bit different, okay? So I might've taken that situation, caught on a cuff, like, you know, Re- uh, Rebecca Scott said she would have, but since she has children, she looks at it a different way. So I'm not trying to call you a dumb hoe, but <laughs> oh my God. if the dumb hoe fits, stop inviting all of these people around your children, children. because yes. there's so many things that go into that. One, you don't know this person. So that could be cuckoo. Two, you don't know if they are the touch kids type. Three, right. you don't really know that much about them for them to be in your house and they might do something crazy. Like, I didn't seen too much shit on TV. Right, especially when you're down like me. I can't hobble, you know, I can't walk. Okay, like, I, I'm a dead target. You know what I'm saying? Literally. Like, dead target. Literally. For the last couple weeks, I've been on narcotics, so I've been in and out of sleep. I ain't I ain't right. been lucid half a damn time. Yeah. But it was, I had to think about that, you know, and... That's why I would have gave it a couple weeks until I'm least off the pain medication as much Correct. to invite them to my house. But because I had kids, yeah, I, I that was all like no. And he was very like very okay. I understand like n- not a not a turn off or like he didn't say anything bad about aggressive. it. No, he wasn't aggressive at all. He just I really understand. Just let me know whenever you want to see me, or we'll just make it happen. And I still haven't seen him. Correct. Uh, and it's been three weeks. But you talk to him, Yeah, I talk to him all the time. FaceTime, you know, all the damn time. Not that I want to FaceTime because he's like, okay, pick up the phone and FaceTime me. I'm like, oh, bitch, I don't want to do my hair. Like, I am down, down. Like, I don't want to comb my hair. I'm not finna put on makeup. Like, I don't, I'm healing right now. I don't want to, I don't want you to see me like this because when you, the first impression was good. You know, I was fine. You know, the curls were popping. My makeup was done. I had my heels on. I'm still mad because I can't wear my heels. But anyway, let it my, heels were just, my heels were on, like we. It was really cool. Like you know, obviously I made a first, a great first impression because he's still talking to me even after meeting me only one time. And but the whole FaceTime thing, like he's an older gentleman. And uh, well, not the, like first. About, let's, let's not say that. Bitch, we olden. Because he's He's older. a he's couple of years older than a a couple. Okay, years, first of all, you made this motherfucker sound fifty-five. Okay, he's checking a whole different age bracket than us. Nigga, not really he's not checking our age bracket we he's a whole different decade no yes first of all stop <laughs> trying to feel you. we're 30 fucking <laughs> nine nigga like we're 39 we're 39 he, he, was, was, he 40 was in high school when we were in high school <laughs> Same age bracket, bitch. I don't care what the box says. 35 and 40. we were the same age. We was at high school at the same time. We just happened to be in a different bracket right now. But I just wanna like back up. I don't even know the vet. But I just wanna back up because I felt like that was a dig. No, I'm not saying it was a dig. It was a dig. But you made him sound fifty-five. <laughs> He's three years older than us, ladies. Three, three years old. Four. It don't matter. Same high school. I'm assuming. But so that's funny to me. But continue, cause you are tripping. <laughs> tripping. Anyway, so um, I forgot what I was fucking saying at this point. Why y'all do side notes? You didn't throw me off my game. You know right. I'm already on blood thinners. Okay, how do so um, my okay. my brain, don't well, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> how these goddamn blood thinners. Everything is like, oh, my God, I'm on blood thinner. It's like, bitch, you're not going to bleed out. Calm down. She thinks she's going to bleed out. This is the other problem with somebody getting sick who's never been sick ever in their life. Everything is like, oh, my God, I'm going to die. Get off the internet. Put the internet down. Put the phone down. Get your life together. Anyway, I'm sorry. Oh we said no, no, no. But you know, you said <coughs> he wants to Facetime. He's an oh, older yeah. gentleman. I corrected the older gentleman. Oh okay, yeah. So it's he he's he's not a text me type person. Oh, I love it. Though. He's mm-hmm. more of pick up the phone, call me, Facetime me, do that. We're not texting. But you know, in my last relationship, it was a lot of texting and it was it was video chatting too but it was more text heavy you know but i also we saw each other a lot more too so i'm not used to really picking up the phone and talking on the phone for long periods of time now we do have great conversations we on the phone for at least an hour at least when what do you like in your spin not what the, i would up here like but what do you like communication wise do you like the face to face do you like the text? Or I'm, face a face-to-face to or text. I'm a face to face person. I'm a face to face person. So this is like really getting okay. Me. So technology. What's your technology of choice? Is it phone conversations, FaceTime, texting, texting? Really, texting. Like I, cause I can get up and like move around. Yeah, I yeah, can yeah. I can respond when I want to respond. Like I feel like when we're on the phone, it's it, if there should not be any silence. Like there, like you gotta fill in. And like conversation now it's organic conversation when we're talking but it's like it's always got to ask the next question i always got to ask oh god we gotta inquire about what you're doing you like it's it feels like it's you just want something it's from story. me all the damn time well yeah. you know what's funny like when me and coach first uh, got back together like we even before we were like quote unquote in in a couple relationship I didn't even realize it got back into that one. <laughs> I'm so happy I did though. Um, but when we first would be on the phone, we would just be on the phone for every talking about everything. Like what the fuck were we talking about so much? But we were we were talking constantly. So I think I feel like when you either reintroduce yourself to somebody or you first be with somebody, it's it's a constant conversation again. I just feel like there's so many un answered questions then I'm good with conversation but when you get to that point you're like all right we're we caught up yes yeah, it's just like now what do we talk about now because I'm not gonna lie to you like that was a hard transition for me not to get on my shit already but we'll get on my shit later <laughs> what talk about your shit I was just gonna say like um so I went through a transition because I moved and I'm out for the summer. So anybody who knows an educator knows this. We be pressed for the summertime. Mm-hmm. And if you're not one of these summer school, get that stipend type of person, which I am not. I'm like, no, I need a full break from people's children during the summer. I don't like people's kids in the summer. Uh, you're weird. Why are you talking <laughs> to me you, with a young person? Like, I need a break because I put so much in for 10 months that those two months I really need. And so I moved. I moved closer. And so then I started, like, tripping. My yeah. shit, my mom. I'm going to put it as my mind goes so far beyond what it is. Okay, well, that's going into your I crazy. I told you, Emma, let That's crazy. going into your so, crazy. Emma, okay, but I'm let's go. Let's finish, let's we'll finish the back. medical let's issue finish. type. Go go medical thing. What like, no, what do what do you do? Because that is... That's a big thing for me. Like when you are getting to know someone and some old medical shit pop off, like you break yourself like me and you can't get up and meet them. You can't go out. And then like me also, you have kids. so They're not like coming to visit you because you want to protect your kids because you don't really know them like that. You know, you got to protect your kids at all times because they come first. Like, what do you do? Like, it's crazy. Now I can tell you right now, I learned a lot about people in general in my life. Like I learned that family don't check on you as much anymore. Like ain't supposed to. Like really, they Mm -hmm. don't. Like I'm so disappointed in my family. My friends really got me through all this shit. My friends were really Mm -hmm. my backbone this whole time, more than my family was. But then I also think about other people. Now, if you know, we were tight. Let me just say, for the bear, for example. Mm -hmm. But you know, we're not together. We're not doing anything. But we still around the same circle of friends. You know you get updates on me and my progress and all this other stuff. We're not talking like we are, we were, but if you loved me, like he claimed, he loved the shit out of me. That's my problem. Why come? He did not reach out. Now one time to sit there and say, I'm checking on you to make sure you okay. Or, you know, I'm down. Let me fall through and, you know, just to physically see you face-to-face. Because he could have come around with kids. You know, he could have came in the because house. Because the kids know him. Kids adore him. And so, I, as your friend, I, that's what I was pissed. Yeah. Because I'm like, my thing is, if you... Because all that I love you more than life itself is bullshit. Until some shit pops off. Right. When some shit pops up, that's your opportunity, bro. Like, to step up and show step something. To and be like, damn, like, let me... That one might have been a point of, let me rethink this situation. Or, damn, he really came through. Or it's not even about us being together. But if you claim to love me, you're full of shit. I call bullshit. I call bullshit on everything you ever said you felt about me. Right. If we just broke up, not just broke up, but if we've been broken up for maybe a month or two. Right. And we're still in communication somewhat. It's not bad terms. We're not on bad terms. Correct. We're in the same group chat. Yeah. (laughs) Bitch, you tripping. And he, like, literally she was giving us updates and he wasn't even saying nothing. Like, oh, what hospital she at? What the fuck you asking what hospital she at for? You went I know. You know where she was. She literally was updating group chat like, hey, guys, I'm at the house. I'm chilling, blah, 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 blah. Cool. I would go see her, and I'm like, gosh, she's good. Da, 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 da. Like, you didn't even reach out to me. You know my number. <laughs> so this shit just bothered me because... At the end of the day, don't tell me you will move heaven and earth for me and you can't even come see me when I'm down. Right, and no matter what, if it's you bullshit. if you don't have the transportation, you don't have the you means. You find it. You you find it because you can find it for everybody else. But even if it's that's not the case, you pick up the fucking phone. You make an actual connection and. Yeah being passive about the shit, fall in the background, not saying, that's not for me. That just showed me, oh, that really showed me that, hmm, that really wasn't really caring. That was, that was just... Pass the time away. Like it, it made me look at you in a whole different way. It really made me look at you differently. And let me tell you now, right before my surgery, let me, let me take, let me take that back. because He did reach out to me right before my surgery uh, on that Friday, he reached out to me and asked me how I was doing this uh, like before the surgery. I'm like, I'm cool, whatever. He was like, you know what? Um, I'll come see you after surgery. I'm like, okay, cool. And he's like, if you want to, I was like, okay, cool. That's cool. And he was like, well, we got off the phone. I was like, I got to go. Cause we not have surgery early in the morning. So let me get some rest. Cause I'm already like jittery bug and scared about dying on the table. So, 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 so he was like, okay, I'll call you during my break. Cause he had to work or whatever the case may be. That was on that Friday. I ain't hear from that nigga again at all. There's no coming to see me after, after hospital. There was no calling me. It was, I made a Facebook post, something funny and you liking it. Bitch, what? That's not how the world oh, operates oh, in a or, adulthood. Or you check on me through my friend. Yeah. Which is some bitch shit. Okay, let me explain something to you. I am not a 12-year-old girl. Right. I'm not in junior high school. Fuck you. If you can't <laughs> how call you really me feel? <laughs> or text me and say, hey, man, you good? Hey, man, I know you trusted me to be around your kids. Let me see if these kids are cool. Like, I just don't think people are adult enough to handle these situations. And that shit fucking bothers me. It it, it bothers me, too, because it's it's the emotional maturity about everything. Are you okay? It's the emotional maturity about everything. It's like, you know I'm down. Do something if you care. Like, you don't sit there and just say words to somebody. And not follow through with actions at all. You know, you don't sit back there and just wait. It it can be like, oh, like he told me, if you need me, you know, you could have called me and told me, take you to the hospital or whatever, if you needed me. Bitch, why would I call you and tell them to take you to the hospital? Like, I don't understand. But even if you put that out there, that you were available for me to do that, why come you wasn't checking on me when you know where I was? Why come you didn't take it upon yourself to actually go to the hospital or come to my house? You knew exactly where I was when I was not going any goddamn where, and you didn't take your time. To, you were waiting for me to say, can you come see me right now? Why? So, but I don't understand why people do that type of stuff it goes to show a lot about a person's character i said it, it tells a lot about a person's character Charity. they say um they care about you whatever it just showed me now i mean we have talked since like sort of talked since but i haven't really expressed my feelings about oh well, i did tell me take that back i did because i'm a person who likes to write shit down and send it to you so i did send him a message about shit and i was like you know how i felt he didn't respond at all. No, well, he didn't respond to it at all. I saw he saw it because I sent it through Facebook, but not responding just shows the maturity level. And like, it's, it's 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 just to me, it's crazy. Like when medical shit happen in your life, and you think you can depend on people, and you really can't, and you can depend on your friends, or even like now, a vet vet can come up vet checking on me, like diligently checking on me. Yeah. Um, it is. It shows a lot about the person's character, and that makes me see that in a whole different light too. So and I think it also it makes you do an unconscious thing that you don't really try to do. And that is take stock of the men that you choose. Right. So I don't I don't want to say compare, but I do want to say that you're contrasting. People always think comparing and contrasting is is opposites. It's not. If you contrast somebody's um different qualities is the same thing as comparing them because you're you're really telling me the differences between them. A little Venn diagram, huh? A little Venn diagram. <laughs> hey, man, that's in the middle. Penis in the middle. You see, you know what I'm saying? Like yes. But when you look at the way that they handle a situation, like you just met him and he's like this. And, and I don't know, you know, anything about him to the point of if he's going to be around. Right. and like, I do really not even hear. established at this no, point. No, 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 you no. Know? And, and nobody trying to say, oh, she ended up. No, it's just, um, we were talking earlier and she was like, you know, people always ask me questions like, you know, what if I stop liking him? I'm like, you don't owe nobody nothing. When people ask me that, I always give them the same advice. Actually, my ex-husband used to tell um, my sister Heavenly this when she was, you know, first got of there and dating. And he would say, do you want to go on another date with him? And she's like, okay, yeah, yeah, I do. He said, "Well, keep going on another date until you don't want to no more." Like, I think we put too much pressure on ourselves to say, "Oh my God, we, you know, what if, nigga, what if, like, what if it it all burns down? Who cares? Like, you just went through something extremely scary. So at this point, if that don't tell you, fuck it, I'm gonna live my life to the fullest. Right. Then nothing else in life will. And I learned, and it it literally put me in a whole different perspective about my life like wills and fucking affidavits and shit like that that's like me. getting my shit together like uh, life insurance policies because at the end of the day no, we don't really know why I passed out to begin with Correct. you know so that's still up in the air and scary they say I'm a little dehydrated or whatever the case may be but I still passed the fuck out and um so that's scary, but it made me see a whole bunch of stuff. But like I told like I told the group chat this week, you know, I'm finally feeling like I'm back to myself again and I'm ready to do some bald-headed whole shit. Uh-huh. Like, I'm ready to live the best life and do what I gotta do because you're not promised tomorrow. You never know what's gonna happen. And so you gotta do what you gotta do to make yourself happy at all times. You know what's crazy? You say that and that brings up something um, kind of traumatic that happened towards the end of the school year. So, um, like Rebecca Sky said, I was, you know, I was out here being my best life being a senior sponsor all of that and so we did graduation that was huge it was like everything was out of me so my kids graduated on a Monday night Tuesday morning 18 year old boy he had turned 18 four days before this got killed in a tragic car accident 18 years old planning his whole life, he got all this time in front of him, gone. That, what that taught me was, because when death happens around you, it definitely teaches you a lesson. What that, I'm not going to say that taught me, that reminded me of something. That reminded me of all this time you think, oh, in five yeah. years, mm-hmm. oh, and two. No, 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 no. You got to live every day as if. Right. You know what I'm saying? Every day as if. Get your shit in order. Get your affairs in order. Make sure if you leave this planet, your family is well taken care of. Yeah. Let's be honest. I don't have any kids, but if, you know, knock on every piece of wood you can, if something was ever to happen to me, my family will be extremely straight. You know, my sister will be good. My my mother will be fine. My nieces and nephews will be fine because I put those things in place because I know every day is not promised. I lost my dad super young and we just were in this terrible position because we didn't know anything about that. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So it's so crazy because you, when people say living my best life, YOLO and all that, that shit sounds super cliche until tragedy strikes. Yeah. And then you like... Damn that, YOLO. Like, I, you only live once. And my thing is, I'm not doing shit that's like, oh, so wild, so crazy. I'm like trying to live my best possible life of being a good person and this and that. I'm not a good person because I used to be a good person because I used to feel like everybody expected me to be. You were a people pleaser. I was a people pleaser. Now I live my best life because that's what you should do. Mm-hmm. You should be nice to people. You should be kind. You should not because you're getting anything back because don't be a fucking insufferable asshole. Like be a nice person because it doesn't cost anything. You know what you want to leave somebody better than you found them. That's my one goal in right. life leave people better than I found them If something I said or something I did helps in any way but when you're gone all you're left all people are left with are the memories that they have of you if it's always you're a bitch or you're mean or this and that nobody's gonna remember you nobody's gonna try to finally remember no if you leave people and you're good to them man, they're going to try to keep your li- your legacy alive. They're going to try to keep your memory alive. They're going to try so hard to keep you alive in their hearts. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be the person that at my funeral, people is like, mm, I don't know. No, I want people to be like, oh, this is so hard. I'm just, I'm just, <laughs> you are so stupid. Saying, but you, but it's me. right. So you want to, this is eye-opening, you want to leave people better than you found mm-hmm. them. That's why I always say even when it comes mm-hmm. to dating, like, If you're dating somebody or you get to know them, you got to add... You, it's gotta be beneficial. You gotta add to that person. That person has to add to you. If they're not adding to your value or uh, making you a better person, what the fuck do you have them around you? The dick may be good, the pussy may be good, but what the fuck? You can find good dick and good pussy on any fucking body if you if you out there like that. You know, it doesn't have to be just because they can sex you down. No, what kind of value are they add into your life? Like, okay, let's be real. Different levels in life. Have I ever been on a man? Nah, your whole shit. Don't okay. care. Ball head whole shit. Ball head whole shit. Let me get this freak on blah 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 But when you get to a certain level in life, your relationship should be equally beneficial relationships. Right. Equally beneficial. What do you bring to the table? What do I add to you? What do you add about what value do you add back to me? We've talked about that, definitely have talked about that in the past of like, what is the value that you're adding to one another? You know, stuff mm-hmm. like that. But that equally beneficial relationship, that's something that I talked about with Coach it like, and that, that's everybody. Okay, let me break this shit down real quick. I'm not going to go on a tangent too long, but let me be honest. Every relationship in your life should be an equally beneficial relationship, except for when you have children under the age of 18. Because let's be honest they're freaking scrubs and they suck the <laughs> life out of you i'm just kidding i'm i just kidding um but let's, that's the only relationship that should be super one-sided every other relationship and i'm talking about as an adult if you got adult kids equally beneficial relationship right what the fuck did i not teach you how to be a good person and i think that's the same way if your parent sucks fuck them Right. Toxic pe- toxic family members. It doesn't let them go. it. doesn't matter. Right. If you're toxic, you're gone. Right. If you're not a good person, you're gone. But every relationship in your life should be an equally beneficial relationship. If Rebecca Skye was not a good friend to me, I wouldn't I I'm not gonna say I wouldn't be a good friend to her. I just wouldn't be in her life like that you know what i'm saying and i feel like it's the same way for me but i know i can rely on her and i also want her to always feel like she can rely on me that's a big thing especially when you go through shit in your life you need to be able to call somebody and be like bro i am struggling or this or that but they should always be able to call you too i have a problem with Dumpster friends. Mm. Them fuckers who call you all the time and dump all they shit on you. But you, I'm telling you, think about every dumpster friend you ever had. Every time you talk to them, it's like, huh, oh guy, what well, was me? Huh, life is fucking falling apart. <laughs> and then you had like a bad day. And they're like, oh, girl, you so negative. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Are you fucking. See, they're always like that. Yeah. They never want to hear your shit. I, I used to have this friend. Well, I don't want to call her friend. She was a uh, mutual associate between me and my ex husband. And I swear to God, every time I would talk to her about anything, she would somehow change it to her. Yeah. Bitch, you've never been in divorce, but you straight up had all these things about you and your ex-boyfriend. Bitch, I was whole married to this nigga. Right. I took his whole fucking last name. But I, I Also, that makes me think about people. Why do people equate marriage to their long-term relationships? It's totally different. Cause it's a piece of paper. It's not. It's, not it's not, it's not. not. it's not. And my thing is, if you have decided that you're going to be in a long-term relationship with somebody, I really have no qualms about you. But you probably shouldn't try to speak on marriage like you know what that shit look like. Right. Because right? that shit is real different. And like I told um, Coach one day, I said... You know what's crazy, babe? Like, because um, y'all, oh my God, I had a breakthrough. I am open to marriage again. Look, I, and I knew it would come. She did tell me it was coming. I was like, Mitch, no marriage, fuck it. No. But what I <laughs> realized was Divorce divorced, and, and, un- and uninterested. Well, I clearly got interested when I, you know, started dating <laughs> but, uh, But no, seriously, I was really in that place last year of, I mean, I'm good on that, this, this, this. But actually, really, in my quietness of my mind, I, I went through some crazy shit, not gonna lie. But one thing that came out of that that was very productive was I'm not saying I'm going to try to get married right now or even ever. But I'm open to it again. I'm not shutting it off from my life like I was before, because what I realized is my ex-husband does not get to define marriage for me for the rest of my life. Like I was telling Coach, I was like, "Bro, if I ever got married, if you know, if you know that ever happened, it would be new for me too, because I don't know what a good marriage looks like." Right. Well, I know what it looks like. I just don't know what it is to participate in it. I know what Mm -hmm. it feels like to give your all and then they get nothing. Or they give half-ass back. That's not a good relationship, Damn sure not a good marriage. But I was like, this shit would be brand new for me. I just know what the act of marriage is. I know what the coming together of incomes are. I know all the strategic things of marriage. But it is very different than being linked to a person in that capacity. Yeah, that shit is a lot. It's a lot. And I'm sure having kids is way more dramatic. But, um, but even that's it. If you got a baby daddy that's different than your husband. Yeah, it's it is. different it's very it different than your ex-husband so okay i'm done on that, that tyrant but that's <laughs> yeah, finished with the the whole medical thing like i'm we're done with that one okay too. it was but it's, it was a weird thing to go through it really it is and you're still going you're still through going it. through it Yeah. now i'm gonna tell you what's crazy we need to talk about the crazy fact oh god now here's the thing that we're gonna talk about the crazy factor, y'all we ain't talking about nobody else fuck well, are we talking about us. Okay. So. No one said we know everything and we all the way sharp. No. We're not. Bitches, we crazy too. Wait, we, got, yes. we got a crazy factor. We have. Okay. <laughs> God damn, Now, this is what's really been weighing on my heart heavy. Okay. <laughs> I'm tripping. Well, I was. I'm not no more. I'm I'm better. But I literally, I do this thing in the quietness of like when nobody's around, like my mind starts going to the worst possible case scenario. Like even to the point that my boyfriend was like, you good? Like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> and I'm just like, I don't know. I was just, you can leave. He was like, what the fuck are you talking about? She went through this shit because, you know, she came over when I was down and out. And oh, she was God. like, she was telling me about her crazy. And then she would talk about, yeah, I always give him a, a way out. Like, he don't got to feel committed to me. He don't got to feel obligated to me. Bitch, what? What are you doing? Like, this is, you love this man. You want to be with this man. Why are you giving this man a way out? Like it's, well, you can leave anytime you want to. Bitch, you don't want him to leave. Like you want him to be there. Stop giving him the way out. You're you giving him insecurities about his relationship. And it's all coming from you. Like you really are getting a little crazy now. Right. And honestly, that was a very hard conversation for me to have because I have the rejection factor for me is such a rough, Hatch for me, and it always has been. And like Rebecca Sky was, you know, I literally sat in the bed with her with her broke foot and was like okay like I know you gonna tell me if I'm being crazy and I started talking she was like bitch you being crazy I was like okay I just I need no like (laughs) but you need to be able to have that conversation with your friend Mm -hmm. so they can be like no you tripping and here here are the ways that you are fucking tripping right now and we were talking about it and honestly I don't know why I do that I just don't I'm always about like nigga, let me let you go for some shit go left yeah, like I'm gonna let you out before you hurt me. I'm gonna reject you first before you, you can reject, reject me. <laughs> and the problem with that is if somebody is not rejecting you, then you just look crazy. <laughs> and literally at one point I was like, I think my boyfriend's gonna leave me because I'm being crazy. But <laughs> he's like, calm the fuck down. I ain't going nowhere. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> But, like, I still was tripping. But what was happening was there was, and this happens in relationships, people need a break or people need some, they go through their own personal shit. That shit is not about you. And that was part of the thing Rebecca Scott had to tell me. She was like, if he going through something, that's not necessarily you. And then I had to think about it like, God damn, I am really tripping. The thing about me that's always been true is I am extremely fucking independent I've always been like that But for some reason I got all weird like not even like clingy but maybe in my mind I was being clingy with him and just like (sighs) like I don't even know what the fuck was wrong with me like why was I so insecure about stuff I don't know it was all in my head though and I think what happened was A little piece of something just went real far, but like I was just like asking, okay, what about this? And she's like, don't don't overthink that. Like it is nothing like, oh, I looked at his phone and saw something crazy. Like I don't never gonna do no shit like that. Like he wasn't even being weird. It's just I wasn't communicating with him as much. And it wasn't all some weird, like, shiesty shit. It was just on some old, like, nigga, I'm tired. Mm-hmm. i has been really rough. And I just need a break. And he literally got the break he needed, recharged, and we're good. But we were good anyway. He's like, why do you not think I love you? And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> Something wrong with me. <laughs> and I have to, like, admit this to him. Like, I hate... Having to tell him I'm crazy because I don't want him to think I'm crazy, but I was acting a little crazy. Who's too much? Um, but let's not say this. The crazy doesn't stop there. Let's talk about the crazy factor, shall we? <laughs> First of all, we've talked about our bags and all of our baggage and the shit that we bring around, but I don't think we really talk about the aftermath of the crazy, which is you bring, you allow past shit. To really form, you're crazy. Right. What do I mean by that? Oh, God, if you've ever been cheated on, oh, you're fucked. Like <laughs> your crazy train lives on crazy. Like it just kind of doesn't come off that that train tracks at all of yes. crazy. You always think someone got ulterior motives, and that's not necessarily true. Like I believe that that statement of if somebody shows you who I are, believe them, that goes both ways. If somebody's showing you like they're loyal, they're good to you, they're this says. Why the fuck are you like trying to dig deep into a text message (laughs) that you're tripping? Why are you trying to dig deep into that? Oh, I haven't talked to him today. Okay fucking go read a book i literally had to tell myself bitch get busy because <laughs> when you're busy you don't have time to sit around and think about oh i, well, I want to talk to him about what like you ain't even got shit to say you just want to know he still love you you're being this Maybe is an, an example this you. is an example like something that even happened today I'm sitting there uh, received a message this was great you received a message from vet Okay, so first of all, um, I'm over at Trissy Lynn's house, and she okay. cooked some fire-ass dinner. And, we, and that tightest set in and we both passed out for, what, three hours? Okay. Like, three hours. <laughs> like, Shit. We missed so many phone calls. Oh my God, so bad. <laughs> so many text messages. We just on the couch, just knocked out. But anyway, so I get up, and I'm looking at my text message, and I'm like, God damn, I missed a whole bunch of fucking text messages and phone calls, even from my kid. So... I got a text message from the vet, and it was sort of thrown off. I, you know, the message made it made it seem like it was it wasn't meant for me. Mm. So both of us are going in and saying, "What the fuck?" No, like, no, no, no. Okay. To, okay. So to be fair, like when she said the initial message, I was like in my head because I'm crazy in my head. I go, mm, "That shit was for somebody else," but I ain't saying out loud. <laughs> I just kind of let it go. I let the crazy set in. Now you go ahead. So then we're sitting here. I replied to the message like... No, no, no. She called. Oh, yeah. I called and... Because I didn't understand the message and I went straight to voicemail. So now crazy really sets in like, okay, now you playing with me. Yeah. Like, you send me this weird message. Now, mind you, he sent me a message. It's 45 minutes later. So anything could have fucking happened between now and then. Great. But I got... But now you're not answering the phone. Okay. So I sent a text message like, huh? Like, I didn't really understand your text message. And his reply was nothing oh my god literally the word nothing like how the fuck you gonna send this i'm telling you huh? like i don't understand your message and you reply back nothing now the, that was the words N O T H I N G. like i was like what the- okay now okay now i don't get it and he was also concerned he was like you know i'm just sitting there checking because you know you had me worried for a minute because you didn't respond back to my first initial text message so i'm like uh-huh okay Again, you still didn't explain that text message when I was like, huh? Because obviously I don't understand. I'm thinking, you meant to send it to somebody else. Hold on. Okay. So you got to say what the message was. The message was like, oh, I thought you was going to come by or I thought, you know, I would talk to you on this side of town. Yeah. So when she reads me the message, I initially go, did he think, did he know you were coming to my house? Because I had talked to him so he'd know where I used to live, but we didn't know. Okay. Okay. So I'm just putting it in perspective for the people. <laughs> he didn't know, like, I think he he didn't know where I live currently, but he knew we, you know, we, we did were, this. You were doing a podcast. Did, yeah, yeah. He knew we did this. So my initial question before the nothing and all of it was, he know you were coming to my house. And she goes, No, no. I was like, so in my head, I'm like full-fledged cuckoo. <laughs> So then she- I don't remember having a conversation with him, seeing that I'm coming to visit her. And and we have had a comment they did talk earlier and she was explaining where he lives now is where she is the area where she used to live so again he's not knowing that she moved out of that area but he knows I'm he he obviously knew that I was coming to see her but I didn't know that he knew I was I didn't know I told him that so the perspective is this as soon as she said nothing he said nothing I was like oh fuck that I went (laughs) straight to that Oh, he thought some other girl was. I was. I was ready to roll the butt over this motherfucker. Then I was like, Oh, he didn't pick up the phone, but he texted you back shady. Like, I'm like really hyping her up. She really, I me. Mean, I'm like, how do I respond to this shit? Because this shit is sitting, it's not sitting well with me. Because obviously this text message wasn't meant for me. So I'm gonna sit here, I'm gonna, I'm gonna marinate because I gotta have a smart ass comment back. Like, I gotta dig deep because I'm savage with my mouth. So I gotta say something that's gonna really strike a curve, I mean, a, a nerve. But here I am. This dude, I've known you for a month. Like, why am I going here with you? But anyway, so and I don't think, okay, in for perspective, nobody's like, oh, they exclusively date. Right. But she right. just thought it was like, mm, that's shady. Like, well, we're not exclusive. We never said we're not gonna talk to nobody else. Like, it's it's whatever it is. We just living our best lives and doing whatever we want to do. Just get to know each other. Again, it is not like that with us. We literally are just literally in a talking stage. Not even in a real dating stage. We're in a talking stage. Correct. So as we're sitting here with all our scenarios oh he meant to text another bitch or you know (laughs) that wasn't meant for you you ask questions and he gonna reply back nothing he don't wanna explain himself like it was we were going real deep then he called we was eating this dude up (laughs) we were eating him up (laughs) we were eating him up then he called I'm like I don't wanna answer the goddamn phone I was like pick up the goddamn phone pick up the phone look I'm the friend in the background pick that shit up pick that shit up girl see what he gonna say tripping Go ahead. And so, we got shut, shut the phone. up. We shut the... So I answered the phone. I'm the phone with an attitude, too. Hello. And he was like, Oh, hey, sweetheart. Just checking on you. See how you're doing. I'm all, mm hmm. And he was like, <laughs> like, Well, what's wrong with you? Nothing. I'm real dry. And hey, so, she said, Nothing so extra. Oh, nothing. So <laughs> Like, you want to use that word? Mm-hmm. I can use that word, too so anyway he's in there talking he was like well I know you podcasting with your friend tonight so you know I thought that maybe I could see you cause we're on this side of town and he goes Tristan in the background I told you you told him where you were gonna be I, that bitch flipped on me she hauled the background like I threw her, I threw her ass under the <laughs> I was like I told you that nice man <laughs> nice. Look, he went from that nigga to the nice man <laughs> she's like I told you you told him where I was but I don't remember telling him where I was she's like I knew it was what it was about he thinking you over on that side of town it was meant for you that text message was all about seeing him he being all nice and sweet and there you go tripping with your yes. crazy bitch you came along with me oh, yeah, I, I got right on the bus with her. but I was I, I jumped off that bitch quick I was like bitch you over that yourself. but it's funny though because I think as women we like oh caught that nigga in a lie. Why is it always caught him in a lie? Right. The, the, the funny thing is, the funny thing afterwards, she was like, caught him in a lie. You know what? Who hurt me? Why do I feel this way? Who fucking hurt me to make me feel this you way? You literally have to go into like a therapeutic place to go, bitch, what the fuck? Like, okay. <laughs> Either I'm going to take people at their word or I'm not. Either I'm going to trust people or I'm not. My thing is, I'm trying with my heart of hearts. I think I'm doing well with loving coach without restriction that has been a big thing for me i'm intent with the way that i love him i don't hold anything back from him i give him everything i got because i feel like he does the same thing for me you can't do that with everybody but you have to make a decision you had to draw a line in the concrete to be like, crazy. "Bitch, am I gonna let this crazy go?" But you see how quickly I got on the crazy train? <laughs> Look, I'm like, I'm like, mm, I'm better, honey. Mm, I ain't got no problems. No, I went straight to crazy with and was like, "This motherfucker tried it. <laughs> I was ready to fight him." I'm sorry. I wasn't gonna fight you, sir, but I'm not, not gonna promise. But I was just so ready to just be turn up on him. Yes. I was no, I wasn't ready to turn up. I was turning up. <laughs> turning up on this poor man. And he's so innocent. He lit, but literally, I blame no one but Rebecca Scott. I asked her before I got on the bus, do he know where you are? No, God no, no. I didn't tell him anything. <laughs> Bitch, you told him. And then she didn't tell him I moved, so he thought I was at the old place I used to live, which was actually on the side of town that he. Lives on, so I'm like, and he couldn't have came up with a lot of quick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the fact that he knew where she was. Now, if he would have been like, I don't have a clue where you are, but he knew exactly. He was able to speak to what she was doing. I was like, oh yeah, shit, he got it. I had to, I had to eat my words. I'm like, damn, I'm, dumb, I'm such name. a dumb bitch. Like, <laughs> I would say dumb bitch. okay, crazy, I'm crazy. bitch. <laughs> I'm such a crazy bitch. I like, this man has done nothing not to me. But again, who hurt you? <laughs> and, and you know, sometimes <laughs> you not know, do that. The coach, and he'd be like, You, you hurt me. I'd be like, Don't do me like this. <laughs> I don't think I told y'all the story, but like, I used to date him, and I literally like he was so good to me, and I was like, so crazy, and like I wasn't crazy, I just left. So stupid. I was so dumb, but I'm so much better now, and I love him. Love you, babe. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's so it's so incredible to me that we do that because we have been down this road of hurt that we go straight to court like i want you to know how utterly funny we're laughing now because like we literally went from zero to 60 in like a matter of three minutes like it was like fuck him like we were ready to pitchforks and torches and <laughs> fuck that dude like get him yeah like it was so bad <laughs> I'll be here, And that was from the bottom of my heart. We we crazy. Um but not in a bad way. Like here's my thing. This is what I tell Coach all the time. It's like, dude, I love you so much. And I tell you, my crazy, I don't try to hide it. <laughs> like I let you know. I love with intense. <laughs> with intense passion. But it's like you don't wanna be that person, but you didn't say it so much. Right. So much has been done to you. You've so been, much has been over. done to you. And so then it, it, it speaks to the question of that's us working through our shit, though. That's us being able to admit, like, because that was a time we never would admit to being crazy, like, right? That. We never would have been able to get off the train so quickly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just, we would have drugged this nigga for like two days. She wouldn't have picked up the phone. I up, I been like, fuck that dude. Like, he's dead to me. Like, whoa, bitch, all a misunderstanding because <laughs> yo hopped up on drugs ass that and got you told him. <laughs> And I'm just kidding. She's not going to hopped up anywhere. She can she can drive her. a car. I'm on blood thinner, though. Oh, my God. He's on blood thinners. It's an inside joke, ladies and gentlemen. He's blood thinners. But I'm telling you, that crazy factor is so real. And I need people to admit it's there. Right. Stop lying. Do I think at some point, like, and I think, let me tell you who I think really be on a crazy train, but they be active so much. I think dudes be on a crazy train. I think dudes didn't play in their mind who didn't add sex with you. They right at you who didn't touch your booty right like i think they are on the crazy train but they'll never admit it they will like, never admit i it. actually think you know to give bear some credit i really think that bear has been on a crazy train like this last after breaking up and all the other stuff because when we were not when we were like, sort of like breaking up not talking as much he knew that uh, fuckface came back in the picture trying to be more involved with the mm-hmm. kids, playing games, because Fuckface is wanted to play games, because what he does. Like, every year he, he, he has this, like, midlife crisis, where all of a sudden he remembers he has kids, and mm-hmm. he wants to be part of their life. So, but... I, Bear, I was explaining to Bear, you know, telling him about the process. I'm like, this nigga, he always do this shit. But I think that made Bear feel some type of way because he really, I think he really think to himself, I can't compete with her ex-husband. That's the father of her kids. If he, cause he's so used to him not being in the picture. He's used to doing, you know, me not talking about no other dudes, me not having no crazy shit. Cause he literally disappears and pretends like we don't exist so now that another man man is back in my in my life and my kid's life i gotta interact with another man he felt some type of way now a little bit did tell me that i guess he was talking a little bit for a minute about shit but he didn't know where he stood in my life because fuckface face was there but he was on a crazy train. Because if he really knew, I'm a grown ass woman. That's because he comes back to me I'm falling for his shit. Like, I don't like fuckface. That's never going to rekindle. That's not like, like, nothing's good. I don't no nope. a man that doesn't take care of his responsibility does not get my pussy wet like that is not fucking happen that shit dries like a Sahara. Sahara desert all day long. You don't take care of your responsibilities pussy is dry. So I think he still felt some type of way and he was distant which also comes to the fact even though he felt this type of way because he thought that fuck face was back in the picture mm-hmm. that don't mean you step down like you don't get I passive mean. as fuck you still make your stance you still, you still make your presence known if you love somebody you care for if you say you love somebody yeah. I feel like love is an action word I feel like people throw it around but if you don't Show me you love me I don't believe it Right? You I don't, don't believe shit you're saying you're, you, you, you step down me you me. let somebody else Because you think you don't you you, you you don't measure think, up. You don't measure up to this fuck. And, and and what's crazy is Bear's more of a fucking man than he is. Like Great. he's all around, all around bigger man than fuckface. All around bigger man. Better so, male figure. B- than better, man, better man. Better man than fuckface. But the fact that he, I think he compared himself to him and got in his craziness about it and thinking, no, oh, you know, let me step down. I won't step on toes. No, You're Like you continue to do what you fucking doing, no matter what. But then. Then the medical shit came along and that made me even more pissed off. Cause not only am I dealing with my medical shit, I'm dealing with this stupid ass motherfucker over here who's doing his midlife crisis. That needs to be, you need that's to step up a, and even. And Right. You need to step up even more to make yourself known if you care, if you love, no matter what. Cause I'm going through some shit. Yeah, and and but um, I say that because men do go through the crazy I think he was if he was more vocal about well this is how I but men probably don't talk about that shit but this is how I feel this is what I'm going through I feel this type of way you know I don't know what to say if he would have did that shit we could have been in a whole different area right now but you know the thing that I think about like that and I feel like we put things on women that they're emotional and stuff like that I think especially black men are not really encouraged to express their emotions like bro that doesn't mean you're less of a man, and if a woman makes you feel like you're less than a man because you you express your vulnerability and stuff like that, she's a bitch, and she's a Ew. idiot, and she's, dumb, she's fuck. and she's not a grown up because people go through shit and they get emotionally, you know, they they feel emotionally charged and stuff like that. Now, don't get me wrong, I love a strong man, all of that, this, 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 this. But you, if you can never drop your guard and be vulnerable with me, then how the fuck am I supposed to? ride this shit off. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, I don't know. That's that's really but yeah that crazy factor that crazy factor is real I would love we need to get a a male's perspective on this show because there's a couple of things that I want to talk about but I would love to talk about that crazy factor because that's a great way and you know what and I hear like the vet listens to our podcast Mm -hmm. and he's always saying you know y'all got some good opinions on y'all side y'all do talk about the women's point of view of course we do we don't have the male point of view we only can talk from our side so it's going to be one side like a motherfucker because we have pussies, not penises. So we're going to talk about our perspective. And what's crazy about that is, I don't think we bash males either. Like, I feel like some people take the opportunity to be like bashing males. I don't feel like we do that. And I feel like we try to be like dudes, you know, protect yourself. This, 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 But... I don't think men hear that. I don't think men hear that perspective. They automatically, because they're fixers. They automatically, you wrong. You should have said this and that. Let's fix what you're thinking. Let's fix this shit. Oh my god! And I'm not gonna lie. I like a man who's gonna come in and be, you know, all that. But sometimes it's like, bro, like you trying to fix something that that really I just need you to listen. Right. I'm just venting. Just yeah. And sometimes it's just venting. But I have a problem. I am a fixer. I'm not a dude. I'm I'm a girl. I'm not that I identify, like, I have a vagina. I'm a girl. And in my head, so I always want to feel like, I'm like, okay, this is what you're doing. Let me support them and help Let me this, this, this. I'm like the ultimate helpmate. Mm-hmm. I can't you it. you all about partnerships, yes, man. I'm all about, man, where are we trying to get? We trying to get to the hundred yard? Well, we on 20. What we need to do to get to the next level, get to the next level. So, I guess for me, I don't that's why it's important for me to be with somebody with ambition because if somebody doesn't have a goal or an, or an ambition, I, I'd be like, what okay, what are we doing? What are you doing? Well, because i be trying to do something anyway. So if you're not trying to do anything, then we're gonna have a miscommunication because I don't I don't do that idle shit. Right. Can't be stagnant. No, stagnant in a grown ass man. And I'm not saying like you can't it can all be about moving this business or moving this school or doing whatever. But you got to be doing something. You, you got to be, going be towards the goal. sitting around chilling, waiting for somebody to tell you what to do. Oh, my God, bro. I, I can't. I can't. But anyway, OK, crazy factor. <laughs> That's uh, hashtag. <laughs> we we still crazy a little bit, you know. Listen, and I don't know if the crazy factor will ever die down. Hopefully, it's getting less and less prominent as we get older. But we did say that we said in a couple of podcasts back that whoever comes in our life, they have to understand they have to love us a little more. They we said to. that on like the first podcast. Yeah. I went back and listened. Yeah, you you're have, right. You have to be committed to over loving us because we've been through some shit. But the thing about it is. With us, and I truly believe this, and then let me just brag on us for a second. Like, yeah, you're gonna have to endure a little bit of me being like maybe insecure from time to time with my crazy or this or that. But we the, the benefits to being with somebody like us is we're gonna love you so hard once we get to that point. There's no going back. Like, we're going to give you all of us. So you're going to get the best that we got. Right. It's just every now and again, there's some cuckoo shit pop off. <laughs> like, y'all might be a little cray cray. And I'm sorry about the crazy. <laughs> and I'm sorry about the crazy. Yeah, just can't help it sometimes. But also, and it, it makes me think about something, too. When you go back to, like... Um, I don't think I discussed this with you before. When you go back to the dating and like I'm in the dating world, um, I can't, I think I could be a little bit much because I'm the type of person who's going to be real with you from, from the get. Oh, I'm not gonna play this. Oh, I'm such a gentile southern belle who doesn't cuss, who doesn't do anything. You know, I'll cook your dinners for you. I'll check on you. No, bitch, where the fuck you at? We rollin', what are we fucking doing? I'm talking like you might you my next nigga. Like we like what the fuck we doing. Like, bitch talk to me, be real yeah. with me. I'm yeah. like that. So I can I can say I can be a little bit intimidating. The vet always tells me, you gotta weigh with your tongue. You got you the way you talk, the way you say shit, I can't help it because I'm just is real i don't play that i'm gonna pretend to be somebody else for two months no. while i'm getting to know you i'm gonna boom, be straight up who you because are because i need you to know what you're getting today right right i don't have time i don't have the patience the time or the energy to invest my time into somebody else who don't know what you're getting for Some I, shit. i'm all me up front and you're gonna get whatever i give yeah, I mean, you 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 gonna you gonna get this. Um, and the the thing about it is, even with the coach the first time or whatever, I was never trying to impress him. Like I've never really been in that point of my life. Maybe at some point when I was younger, but pretty much in my adult life, I pretty much tell you what what this is. I'm loving. I'm gonna give you my all, but I I really I'm loud. There's some shit about me that's just going to stay for the rest of my life. I'm loud. I got a big mouth. <laughs> um, yes, she is. <laughs> I am like that's like crazy, but I'm not disrespectful. I'm never gonna call you out your Like I'm like super loyal, all of those things. So I have these. I have good qualities. I mean, there is a little bit of you know. I am extra. <laughs> <laughs> Yay, she admitted I am extra. Have <laughs> been animated. I'm be like oh, oh my god. But I might do that after I cook you breakfast or lunch or have sex with you. Like, I'm never going to be just extra to be extra. Like, I try not to be, like, super, like, I never want to be the victim. Like, unless there's bugs. I just, I can't with the bugs. I just, I can't. It makes me so nervous. But... Other than that, that's probably the most girly you're ever going to see me. And not, I'm not saying, like, I'm butchering nothing. I'm not, like... I'm a lady. I'm a female. I'm just not, like, a victim. Right. I've, I've strived my entire life not to fall into that victim mentality. Like, that's important to me. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. It's, it's interesting to me to kind of see how that plays out it's different like supposedly if you were back into like dating because i think when after your marriage you were really safe about who you chose oh yeah. uh, because you chose people you've previously known you know which makes it easy to transition into the dating thing like it's weird to me to be dating or getting to know people who i have never met like it's just they don't know me like i'm used to dating People from high school. I'm used to dating people that I've known for years. That's why I Bear came so easily. I'm just used to it because you used to me. You're you you've seen all of me. You, you know who I know who I am. Who I am. Mm-hmm. But now it's like I'm talking to these these new people, and it's like I'm letting you know I'm not gonna put up a front. I'm gonna talk to you like. I've known you my whole life because even interacting with my male friends, I don't get to this. Oh, I'm such a girly. Open my can. Open my jar for me. You know. You know. Help me do it. I'm not. I'm not that woman. I'm not that person. I am going to be me. I'm going to be your road dog. The person you can laugh with, chill with, and be honest with. It's like they like to say, "You don't got a lot of kicking." You don't yeah. have to lie, can you just tell me the truth about whatever oh, you want life. me to say up front? Give me the opportunity to fucking play the game with you or don't play the game with you. I don't, I'm not about that type of shit. Like, I, I'm just not about to play games with you about any goddamn thing. I just don't have fucking time. And it seems like a lot. It that does. But I think if you can take me like this, then you can take me. Like, because like I said, on the other side of that is, yeah, do I have quirks? Absolutely. Do we have quirks? Absolutely. But once you get this loyalty, right, it's so much better. But again, like I told somebody one day, one person will think you are the best thing that's ever been created and they'll take your crazy. I'm telling you, sometimes I know my boyfriend thinks, your ass is crazy. <laughs> he talking one day, he was like, I let your ass get away with shit. I never let nobody get away with it. Like, yeah, I heard that before. That you love me. Okay? <laughs> so one person you'll take their shit. The next person if they breathe weird, you'll be like, fuck you, don't call me you <laughs> Because you're, you're not interested in them. Right. You don't want their crazy. It really is a person thing. Like, I'm not everybody's cup of tea. I was not my ex-husband's cup of tea. I wasn't. I was not his cup of tea. And he tried to change you in so many ways. He tried to change me. And shit that I liked about myself, he wanted to change. He tried to distance me from everything in my life that I love, that I had spent my whole life cultivating. And the craziest thing to me about it was, like, the shit in your life sucks, bro. The shit in your life The people in your life are fake. But I allowed you to fuck over my shit and, and I just I, I'm never gonna do that again you know life lessons and all that but it's amazing to me that while one person will misuse you and mistreat you right. another person will treat you like you a precious jewel and when I tell you I look at my boyfriend sometimes and I'm just like am I living in a dream cause how can I go from the worst case scenario to the best case scenario in a year we've been together um, we just we passed our six months together which is longer than we were together the first time and I, and it's so seamless with us and it it's so I'm not gonna say effortless because I feel like every relationship you put effort into it but we found a good balance and once I literally got off the crazy train of what the hell I like just started kind of doing my own thing and I forgot how much that's important for me to be me like I don't need to be up under somebody I don't need to talk to somebody all the time I don't need that I had gotten into that pattern Where we were always talking. But like now I'm like, no, it's okay. Like it's fine. Like you can't. Talk to the person you love all day nonstop. Yeah. No. They need some, they need a break. I know you need a break, because I be needing a break for me. <laughs> I, that's why I be quiet sometimes. Okay. Um, anything else? Um, no, I was gonna talk about something that we could we could say for another uh podcast. Oh gosh, okay. I guess we had a lot to talk about. We did. We talk about but, hey, we had catch up in almost two months. Oh, so no. we will not be in another two months, guys. <laughs> it won't. So we have plenty of time. You even though she moved the apartment on third floor she got steps and the way my leg is set up i don't know mm. about this shit <laughs> that foot <laughs> so you have listened to grills and hills podcast with your hosts tracy lane and rebecca Scott. subscribe to our podcast on itunes google play stitcher and spotify catch us on our next episode when we talk about more creative topics all right you guys we'll talk to you later bye guys